Short ball, grab and loose, back and forth, fast, they pass square leg. So this is cricket. Victory to the Australians by eight wickets. He's got it. Got it. Wow, he's got two. Welcome all to the next episode of the Junior Hawk Talk podcast. This week we have the conclusion to the the derby and all the results from all the other games, including another win for the uh, father-son team without Stan's uh, input because he's still on holidays. So who knows whether Stan will keep his spot as captain now after the team's had two wins since he's been away. Um, What else have we got? Well, let's get into the breaking news and find out. And in the breaking news this week, a uh, reminder to everyone who's already registered for the uh, clinics that Gosnell's District Cricket Club are pl- uh, running. They are on this Wednesday night at Sutherland's D Oval. Um, make sure you get down there nice and early and uh, on time to register and get your spot on the uh, get yourself registered so you can get in and get involved with the, the great clinics that they've got. They've got some great uh, international players, uh, international experienced players down there uh, from England who are running the clinic. Um, so it should be a great, great day for all the kids that have been registered there. Just on the clinic front, um, I'm being inundated with all the um, all the cricket companies and academies around Perth who are advertising cricket clinics over the Christmas school holidays. The Wacker's running one as well. Um, that'll be up on the Facebook page soon. Um, so if you know anyone who's interested in cricket and not currently playing, um, or if you want to do something yourself over the school holidays, then get along to one of these clinics. Um, they'll all be on the Facebook page as they as all the details come to hand. So yeah, it'll be um, yeah good, good to get along and get the kids being active over Christmas. Um, in the breaking news, for those that are listening from the uh, Junior Blasters, um, I've had confirmation today from the Wacker that the Cricket Bats, as part of the packs, are on their way. So they will hopefully be here before Christmas. Um, I know it's been a long wait, so thank you for your patience. Um, new program, new suppliers, comes with a whole heap of new issues, but hopefully that's all sorted out now and I've had confirmation that the bats are on the way for for the kids that don't have theirs yet so that's good news there uh other breaking news that's all at the moment uh but stay tuned as more news comes to hand And starting the Saturday scorecard with the under-13s girls. They played Thornley at Thornley's home ground. And they, not sure who batted first, but we'll go with the order that they appear on the screen. Um, Thornley batted first and made 114, which is a really decent score. Off 20 overs, almost a run a ball. Um, the pick of the bowlers was Annalise Steenoff with two for, f- two for four even though it's got two no balls and seven wide, so we might make that two for 13 off her three overs. And um, the other wicket taker was Ella Ainsworth with one for four from her two overs, and obviously a couple of runouts there, so some great fielding by the girls. 
Now, chasing 114 at a runner ball proved to be no challenge whatsoever for the Gossie girls, who managed to crank out uh, absolutely fantastic 5 for 179 from their 20 overs. For those of you that are good at maths, that makes they scored at 9 runs and over, which is pretty much unheard of at pretty much any level of cricket, apart from the men's T20. So... Some of the girls are getting inspired by the Women's Big Bash, which starts soon. Um, Charlie Stewart, 19 from 13. Uh, Ella Ward, 15 from 13. Destiny Mippy, 13 from 13. And Kendra Dean, 11 from 14. Uh, Charlie Stewart with four fours. Um, so, yeah, massive, massive amount of runs there from, from the girls. Um, chased down the 114 with ease and then added some. So um, Super Coach Brian has obviously got the girls firing on all cylinders at the moment. So, yeah, fantastic job by Brian and a great job by the girls. And um, having been to training and seen them in the last couple of weeks, they have a lot of fun training and obviously have a lot of fun playing and that's translating into results on the field. So great work by everyone there and hopefully that continues long into the season. Great work. Next up we have the under-11s. Boys team, or mixed team, um, so yeah, they played Saturday morning and they played against Ascot. Um, Ascot, uh, no, Gosnell's batted first and made 129 from their 20 overs, so that's a fantastic job, which is better than a run of ball, six and a half and over. Um, unfortunately, there's no scores in at the time of recording. Um, hopefully, everything's all right there and we'll, we'll get those scores in soon, but they made 129. Um, in reply, Ascot made 151 from their 20 overs, so obviously a nice quick ground, and um, the, all the batters made full use of that. Um, we did take 12 wickets, so fantastic job there to get the wickets, so obviously taking a lot of catches as everyone's playing their shots. So great job by the under-11s, and hopefully they can get a win on the board next week. Okay, moving on to the under-13s boys team. They were chasing a big score of 221 against Les Moody Blue. Um, so in reply to that 221, they made 8 for 140 off their 50 overs. So falling a little bit short there. Um, 220 is a pretty big score to chase, but the boys put up a valiant effort there um, in chasing, trying to chase that down. So the leading run scorers for the um, 13s, uh, Travis Bowl made 21 and from his 33 balls. And Alastair Visser, 19 from 35. So that's another good job. He's making a few runs this, this season. And also Ibrahim Bilal um, making a few making a few runs this year with following up his couple of scores of 20 with a, a solid 11 there. Um, a few of the other boys, obviously, yeah, big chase, a lot of pressure, um, but, yeah, couldn't quite get it done. But hopefully uh, next week the boys can keep whoever they're playing down to a decent score and we'll be able to chase that because 140, just short of three runs and over, is pretty good going for uh, that level of cricket. So, yeah, really well done there. Um Hopefully the boys can have a win next weekend. 
And for the final match of Saturday, we go to the Gosnells Derby for the under-14s. The blue team made 187 last week off their 50 overs. And in reply, um, the gold team made 5 for 174, so falling just short of the, of the blue team's total. Um, in a pretty tense and tight struggle all day that sort of ebbed and, and, ebbed and flowed a little bit. Um, the the leading run scorers for the gold team are Rhett Grinsiri, top scored with 42 from 73 balls. Cooper Smith made 29 from his 39 balls. And Conrad Steenoff, uh, 19 from 45, were the, the main run scorers for the gold team. And, yeah, very challenging. Um, it was... Uh, tight run chase the whole way through, um, but I think the the main difference being the uh, the forty runs scored off the last three overs last week by um, Jake Passmore, um, just gave gave the big boost which um, unfortunately the gold team couldn't match, um, and that ultimately proved to be to be the difference. Um, from the blue team, the bowling point of view, the pick of the bowls was uh, Jake Passmore with uh, three for nine from his six overs. And the other two wicket takers was Ian Sharma with one for twenty from his six, and Zach Zilioli with one. Uh, oh no, he got one maiden. There you go, not one wicket. Um, the other wicket was a run out from Seb. So this is a bit of great fielding from Seb as the keeper, recovering a misfield and then throwing down the stumps. Um, but yeah, a special mention to uh, Manav Sharma who opened the bowling this week, and bowled. Um, his first spell very tightly, and his second one. So his figures for the week were six overs, one maiden, none for six. So, yeah, pitched the ball up and didn't give anyone a lot to hit. So a fantastic start there from Manavka, the team, a fantastic start. So great job there. Um, so, yeah, great win by the the blue team in a pretty tight, tense struggle um, all game. So well done there to the blue team. Okay, moving on to the Sunday session. The under-10s Gosnells blue team played Canningvale Black. And unfortunately there's no scores in at this point in time, but Gosnells blue batted first and made 6 for 89 off their 20 overs against some pretty tight bowling from Canningvale Black. And in reply, the Canningvale Black team got on a bit of a roll and early and kept on going. And they made 10 for 173, which is a fair few runs, but at least the boys were taking wickets on a regular basis. So great job there. And hopefully they can score a few more runs next week and, and get amongst it again. So great job there by the blue team. And the next game is the Gosnells Gold under 10s. They played Canningvale Teal. And Gosnells Gold won the toss and sent Canningvale into bat. And Canningvale made 9 for 77 off their 20 overs. So very accurate bowling there by the blue team. Um, having a look there, the pick of the bowlers was Hayden Kettle with 2 for 4. And one wicket each to Quinn Innes. And also another wicket to Jamie Penny. And one more wicket to... Rishi Das, so yeah, so wickets are being shared around a fair bit in the blue team, which is great to see, and they made, like I said, kept them to 9 for 77. 
Uh, in reply, the boys made 8 for 95 from their 20 overs, so getting the job done there, fantastic work. And Rishi is on fire with the bat. He made 20 from his 13 balls with three fours. Great job there. And also um, Jamie Penny following up. Uh, obviously, if you do good at bowling, you're, you're doing good at batting as well. Jamie made 10 from his 13 with one four. And Tyson Tennant made 11 from 13 from his... Well, 11 from 13 balls in his innings. So great job there. So they were the main run scorers. Great job there by all the boys. So fantastic job. They seem to be going along nicely in that team. Super coach has got him got him covered. Um, so great job there by the coach. <laughs> Super coach Gavin for the Gosnell's gold team. So great job there by Gavin. He's doing fantastic work with the boys. Okay, and for the last game of the round, the under-17s were chasing 155 from South Black, uh, South Perth Black last week. Um, and looks like they did a fairly decent job. I had a quick chat with the with the coach after the game, and he said, um, well, the scoreboard made it look pretty easy. They end up making 10 for 216 off just short of their full amount of overs. He did say that a few of the boys need to concentrate a little bit harder on preserving their wicket and not leaving it up to the next mob. He said that one or two loose shots put a lot of a little extra added pressure onto the team. Um, but, yeah, so very consistent scoring throughout the, the whole innings. Um, Kobe Lawless, 13 from 55. Joe Gibson, 11 from 14. Kai Brooks, 14 from 31. Chris Dixon, uh, 16 from 38. Darren Atkinson, 22 from 20 with four fours, so great work. And then obviously once the score had been passed, if a few guys made a made some good runs. Uh, Raj Singh, 18 from 36. Jordan Strother, 30 from 42. And the leading run scorer for the game was Liam Jones, who made 32 from his... 32 from his... 24 balls with four fours and a six, so some great hitting at the end there. Um, so, yeah, great job by the boys to make 216, and obviously the coach has got a bit of a plan for them to work out uh, next week what, what they need to do, so they'll work on that during the week. So great job by the 17s to get their first win of the year on the board. Hopefully that's the first of many to come. Come on, Aussie, come on. Okay, and now it's time to go around the grounds, and first of all, we'll check in with our father-son team. This is the second week stands away, and I hate to say it, folks, but it's the second week that the father-son team's had a win. Um, they played Jandicott, and Jandicott batted first, and were bowled out for 104. Um, Ex-Gosnell's Junior Cricket Club player Jordan David uh, led the way with the ball with 5 for 32. Uh, Kobe Lawless, cu Lawless, current player, who made took one for 20 off his three overs. Um, so in reply to that 104, the father-son team made uh, five for 145. And Jordan David top scored with 72 not out. Um, not bad for ex-Gosnell's junior cricket club player. Obviously, we taught him everything he needs to know about cricket. Um, the Brooks 
team of Damon and Kai were the second and third highest scorers. Uh, Damon opened the batting and made 18, and Kai came in and made a brisk 23 from 23 with three fours. So great job there by the boys to win two in a row, and it'll be interesting to see next week uh, if if Damon hands back the reins to Stan and uh, what happens with the uh, win-loss ratio with uh, Stan being back in charge. So stay tuned and wait and see what happens with that. But a great two two great weeks in a row by the boys. Um, the father-son team's really coming together nicely there, so great job. And going around the ground still, uh, some of our junior players were involved in district cricket over the weekend. And we'll start with the uh, Gosnell's under-13s team. Uh, they played Fremantle down at Fremantle's home ground, which was a very wet and uh, windy place to be on Sunday afternoon. Um, Gosnell's won the toss and elected to bat first. And from the boys um, that that play in the Gosnell Junior side. Um, only Jack Sutton got a chance to go out and bat. Um, he went in with a score at 5 for 61, which soon became 7 for 67. Uh, but Jack and one of the other lads batting at 9 put on 38-run partnership, which was the highest of the innings, and gave the team something decent to defend. They ended up on 9 for 129, and uh, of that, Jack made... 27 from 64 balls with a couple of fours, so good job there by Jack. Um, in reply, Fremantle uh, just managed to get there in the last over um, and won by two wickets, um, so it's a bit disappointing for the lads. They fought really hard and got off to a really good start early. Um, on the bowling front, uh, Jack and Zach Zilioli were, were bowling from our club, and both both <coughs> excuse me, both bowled three overs. Jack went for twelve and ZZ went for thirteen um from their three overs. So unfortunately no wickets for either one of them. Um was a little bit tricky because they were bowling leg spin at the time the uh the rain came down, so it's obviously pretty hard to grip the ball when it's wet, but um no excuses that didn't get a wicket. Could have bowled a little bit better, but yeah, the boys fought really hard as a team and um, they did a good job. And like I said, um, Jack did a decent job to get help get the team up to a good score, which was um, well done. Um, hopefully the boys have a win next week when they play again. And the, in the other under-13s game, Joe Morton, current Gosnell's junior cricket player, cricket club player, plays for Perth. Um, he played South Perth on the weekend. Um, South Perth won the toss and, and batted first. Joe opened the bowling for Perth and did a great job. He bowled seven overs and took two for 14, and that included three maidens. So a fantastic job there um, by Joe to get the Perth team off to a good start. Um, so, the, yeah, the Perth team ended up... Uh, South Perth team made six for 130 from their 40 overs. Um, having a look at the batting for Perth, Unfortunately, they didn't get off to a good start with the first three batters all scoring ducks. Um, it fell to Joe to help dig the team out of a bit of trouble, which he did. And had a 29-run partnership with one of the other players um, before getting out. Unfortunately, he made 10 from his 26 balls. And, um, yeah, obviously with three ducks, it's a bit hard to recover from that. And the Perth team was bowled out for 77. But uh, Joe's, Joe's doing a good job there and helping represent the t the 
the Cosmos Club pretty well out there at Perth and bowling really well. So fantastic job by Joe. Keep going, mate. And to finish off the Around the Ground segment, we have a couple of players from the under-14s Gosnells district side. They played Fremantle down at Fremantle on the other oval from the 13s. Um, representing the, the Gosnells Junior Cricket Club with Jake Passmore and Cooper Smith. Uh, Jake got a promotion up the order this week and got to open the batting. He made two from 23 balls on a pretty dicey pitch. Um, probably not the best chance to get out there opening but um yeah made the most of it um unfortunately was out for two uh cooper came in at two three coming in at seven um helped steer the team to a competitive total because they were in a fair bit of trouble early at one two three four for 28 but he helped steer the team into again to a competitive score of seven for 120 and cooper made 14 from 34 so good job by coop to steer the team in the right direction uh like i said 120 from from their overs um in reply the uh, the gosnell's team um took some regular wickets early two for 10 four for 56 five for 60 six for 87 seven for 114 and then eight for 120 so yeah Pretty close, pretty tight, but um, the team managed to get there with um, in the second last over and ended up winning by two wickets. Um, on the bowling front, Jake Passmore uh, picked up three wickets on the Saturday, also picked up three wickets on the Sunday, opened the bowling and took three for 25 from seven overs, which was fantastic. Um, yeah, and Coop got a bowl as well, and he took one for 10 from his two overs. So... The boys were in the wickets there doing their bit to help the team try and get a win. So fantastic job by all the boys there on the weekend on the district front. Unfortunately, they didn't have a win, but um, hopefully that'll come next week because they're all playing again on Sunday. Good luck to all the boys then. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Okay, I'm here with Annalise Steenoff, and she is also one of the inaugural members of the girls under-13s team that Gosnell started last year. Welcome, Annalise. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so first off, Annalise, why do you like cricket so much? Well, I think it's just a great sport that includes lots of people, and it's great fun. A lot of competition, and it's just fun to get out and whack a ball around and ball. Awesome work. All right, so you've been playing cricket now for just a little bit over a season. What's been your favourite moment so far? Well, I kind of like spending time with my friends, also who's playing in the cricket team, but um, especially when you're getting out there and especially batting because I love batting, so I love just getting out there and whacking a ball around. Fantastic. Okay, so um, what sort of bowler are you? Um, well, I think I'm a fast bowler. Yep. So. And how many wickets do you reckon your fast bowling's got this season so far? Uh, I think two. Two? Fantastic work. Okay. And when you're out there batting, obviously you love your batting. What's your favourite shot? Um, probably a sweep shot. And why do you like the sweep shots so much? Because I usually get fours off them and I think they're the, my most, that's my strength of batting, so. Alright. So how many, you've hit a few fours this year so far? Yep. Excellent work, fantastic. All right, so when you're out fielding, what's your favourite fielding position? Uh, well, 
I kind of like square leg, but also a point. So. Yeah. And what do you like feeling about square leg? Um, it's just like probably the way you, it's you. I just think it's the greatest spot because I just like Rick being there. <laughs> yep. Is it because the ball gets hit there the most, you reckon? Yeah, probably. Yep. And you get to do most things. So. Yep. Fantastic. All right. So um, when you're watching cricket at home, what do you like watching most? Test matches, T20s? What do you like watching the best? Uh, I like watching ODIs. Yeah. And why is that? Because uh, usually they're, um, they're not as boring as test matches. Right. But I so. <laughs> yep, fair enough too. Okay, and when you're watching the cricket, do you have a favourite cricket player you like to watch? Um, I like Tim Payne. Yep. But, but I also like, um, oh, I forget his name. <laughs> I think, oh, um, from the Scorchers, I like Ashton Agar, so. Ashton Agar, yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, and um, yeah, a couple of quick questions here before everyone else wanders over. Who's the noisiest person on your team? Uh, I think me. I think but, you, yep. But other than that, I think maybe Tiffany. And Tiffany, alright. <laughs> That's fantastic. Alright, now, don't tell anyone this, we'll, we'll keep it between us. Who's probably the naughtiest person on the team? Um... I think maybe um, Ella. <laughs> maybe Ella. Oh, that seems to be a bit of a common theme there. All right. Fantastic. Now, now that we've got a bit of dirt on everyone, all right, um, what's your favourite thing to do when you're not playing cricket? Well, I love sport, but I also like um, reading which yep. and drawing. So. Re- reading and drawing, yep. Yeah. Do you have a favourite author? Um, I, I, I love John Flan- Flanagan. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. Well, that's all we've got time for at the moment. So thanks very much, Annalise, for being part of the podcast. Uh, Really appreciate it. I hope you had good fun. Thanks. Okay, the president's point of this week is for the coaches and the parents, especially of the kids in the younger age groups, the 10s and the 11s. Um, there's been a few reports that I've seen as in my role as the association registrar, especially in the younger age groups where we've got new coaches and um, they don't quite understand all the rules and how everything works in the in the new under the new rules and the new systems. Um, Whereas we've got two, three pretty switched on coaches in the in the younger age groups, um, and who follow all the rules and do the right thing, um, I know it's frustrating when some of the the parents um, and the coaches from the opposition struggle with the new rules and sort of seem to invent new rules to to help their kids along. Um, all I can say to that is there'll be something coming out to all, all the teams and all the, especially for the younger kids, there'll be something coming out to all of them this week to say, um, you know, clarify a few rules and sort of reinforce the, the spirit of, um, spirit of, how do we say this, the spirit of um, competing and learning without the added pressure of trying to get the win. Um 
yeah, our coaches, from what I've seen and from what I've heard from and feedback from other other teams, our coaches are doing the right thing and they're playing the game in the right spirit, following the right rules, and ultimately our kids will be be better for it and will play with um, in the rules and they'll they'll know what to do as time goes on and there's different rules in the older age groups. They'll be already ready for it and they'll be playing in the right right spirit they'll have the right rules they'll know what to do and how to do it properly and ultimately they'll be better cricketers for it so for the coaches and the parents I know it's frustrating when you watch it and sometimes they things happen that that don't um don't go your way um in the especially in the younger age groups just just roll with it it's um there's no points there's no ladders um, Adam Voges and the WA selectors aren't down at, at the game to watch. Um, as long as the coach is teaching him the right techniques, and they all are, from what I understand and what I can see myself when I go down to watch, they're all teaching the kids the right way to play cricket, which is the main thing at that age. And for the parents in the older age groups, um, obviously it's a little bit more competitive and we all want to win. Um yeah, so, um, yeah, for, for the older parents, we do want to win. We, you know, it, it, it's nice to be competitive and fun, but it's also nice to have a win. Um, let the coaches coach. Let them handle handle the kids. Um, they're in charge of the team. Let make sure that they um, you give them their your support. And um, yeah, if there's opposition teams doing the wrong thing. Um, don't get involved in any of that nonsense. Let the coach handle it. If there's anything untoward that happens on the field, I know the association's cracking down pretty pretty heavily on bad behaviour at the moment. Um, let's not be that team. Let's not be that club where we have to to um, have to respond to those criticisms and and those um, things. And and so far we've been pretty good this season. And f- well. We've been pretty good for the whole, pretty much the whole time I've been in charge of the Gosnells Junior Cricket Club, and that's something I'm pretty proud of. And all the kids and the parents that have been here during my time should be proud of as well. Um, keep that going um, for the rest of this season, and enjoy yourselves. Have a bit of fun out there. Play in the right spirit. Play to win. Play hard, but play within the rules and the spirit of the game. So that's all I've got time for this week. Um, just a quick note to let you know that. Um, next week's podcast probably won't come out until Monday night or Tuesday morning um, with district cricket on a Sunday afternoon. It's uh, not getting home until 7 or 7.30 on a Friday night, uh, Sunday night and having a few feral kids to, to feed and to, to get to bed. It's a bit hard to get finish all the podcasts on a Sunday night, but um, we'll definitely get it done by Monday. So as we're warming winding down till Christmas. Please make sure you keep putting in all the effort that you have done so far. Hopefully we get all get a couple more wins on the board before the end of the year and we're all in a good spot. Um especially the teams that play for play finals are in a good spot um to push for finals as as a see at the halfway mark of the season in a couple of weeks time. So thanks very much. Cheers. Okay, the President's point of this week is for the coaches and the parents, especially of the kids in the younger age groups, the 10s and the 11s. Um, there's been a few reports that I've seen as in my role as the association registrar, especially in the younger age groups where we've got new coaches and um, they don't quite understand all the rules and how everything works in the, in the new, under the new rules and the new systems. Um, 
whereas we've got two, three pretty switched on coaches in the in the younger age groups um and who follow all the rules and do the right thing um i know it's frustrating when some of the the parents um and the coaches from the opposition struggle with the new rules and sort of seem to invent new rules to to help their kids along um all I can say to that is there'll be something coming out to all all the teams and all the especially for the younger kids there'll be something coming out to all of them this week to say um, you know clarify a few rules and sort of reinforce the the spirit of um, spirit of well, how do we say this the spirit of um, competing and learning without the added pressure of trying to get the win. Um, yeah, our coaches, from what I've seen and from what I've heard from and feedback from other other teams, our coaches are doing the right thing and they're playing the game in the right spirit, following the right rules, and ultimately our kids will be be better for it and will play with um, in the rules and they'll they'll know what to do as time goes on and there's different rules in the older age groups, they'll be already ready for it and they'll be playing in the right right spirit they'll have the right rules they'll know what to do and how to do it properly and ultimately they'll be better cricketers for it so for the coaches and the parents i know it's frustrating when you watch it and sometimes they things happen that that don't um don't go your way um in the especially in the younger age groups just just roll with it it's um there's there's no points there's no ladders um adam voges and the wa selectors aren't down at at the game to watch um, as long as the coach is teaching them the right techniques, and they all are, from what I understand and what I can see myself when I go down to watch, they're all teaching the kids the right way to play cricket, which is the main thing at that age. And for the parents in the older age groups, um, obviously it's a little bit more competitive and we all want to win. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, for, for the older parents... We do want to win, we, you know, it, it, it's nice to be competitive and fun, but it's also nice to have a win. Um, let the coaches coach, let them handle handle the kids. Um, they're in charge of the team. Let Make sure that they, um, you give them their, your support. And, um, yeah, if there's opposition teams doing the wrong thing, um, don't get involved in any of that nonsense. Let the coach handle it. If there's anything untoward that happens on the field, I know the association's cracking down pretty pretty heavily on bad behaviour at the moment. Um, let's not be that team. Let's not be that club where we have to to um, have to respond to those criticisms and and those um, things. And and so far we've been pretty good this season. And f- well. We've been pretty good for the whole, pretty much the whole time I've been in charge of the Gosnells Junior Cricket Club, and that's something I'm pretty proud of. And all the kids and the parents that have been here during my time should be proud of as well. Um, keep that going um, for the rest of this season, and enjoy yourselves. Have a bit of fun out there. Play in the right spirit. Play to win. Play hard, but play within the rules and the spirit of the game. So that's all I've got time for this week. Um, just a quick note to let you know that. Um, next week's podcast probably won't come out until Monday night or Tuesday morning um, with district cricket on a Sunday afternoon. It's uh, not getting home until 7 or 7.30 on a Friday night, uh, Sunday night and having a few feral kids to, to feed and to, to get to bed. It's a bit hard to get finish all the podcasts on a Sunday night, but um, we'll definitely get it done by Monday. So as we're warming 
winding down till Christmas. Please make sure you keep putting in all the effort that you have done so far. Hopefully we get all get a couple more wins on the board before the end of the year and we're all in a good spot, um, especially the teams that play for play finals. They're in a good spot um, to push for finals as, as a, see, at the halfway mark of the season in a couple of weeks' time. So thanks very much. Cheers.